Hey there, this is Dr. Pam Perry. Thank you for joining us on the Speakers Magazine show. We are excited today because we're going to be talking with the connector. YB is a is as he's known as, but he is also known as the LinkedIn locksmith. So we're streaming over here on YouTube, we're streaming on Facebook, we're streaming on obviously LinkedIn as well. So if you kind of been sleeping on LinkedIn in terms of like networking and really uh, business development and even you know, I dare say like sometimes some magical love connections can happen as well. I think that you need to tune into this show because we're going to really be talking about how you dive into LinkedIn, um, give you a little bit of formal background of YB. He's known as a connector, Rob YB Youngblood. He is a two-time author. This is one of his books. It's an anthology that we were in together. Uh, he's a consultant. He's a trainer. He coaches six-figure and plus consultants to attract new clients using LinkedIn. He's the president and chief connecting officer of YB Connects. Uh, YB empowers entrepreneurs and executives to enhance business relationships and communication skills. As an engagement specialist, he teaches his clients to establish and facilitate connections that lead to desired outcomes. In many circles, YB is known as the LinkedIn locksmith, because of his ability to unlock the power of LinkedIn for revenue generators who struggle with using the platform to increase visibility, credibility, and profitability. In 2000, since 2016, he's really coached about a thousand entrepreneurs and executives to leverage LinkedIn to create uh, currency through collaboration which we'll talk about later about collaboration. For over 25 years, YB has developed um, quality relationships that have allowed him to serve as a vanguard of business, leadership, and professional development. His ability to lead and connect people to resources has directly supported the mission of his organization, such as the Heart of Virginia Council, Boy Scouts of America, Learning for Life, Centura College, Chesterfield Chamber of Commerce, Inroads, the Mid-Atlantic Regional Board, and the Virginia Union University National Alumni Association. I wonder, yeah, so any Virginia Union University folks out there, you know, I, you got the invite because, you know, YB was going to be on there. He's a proud member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity, a graduate of Virginia Union, where he earned a bachelor's degree in business administration with a concentration in finance and econ. He's a native of Brooklyn, though, so you'll probably notice a little bit of his accent there, but he resides in Richmond with his wife and two daughters. He loves to sing, which was a fun fact. I did not know that. Maybe we'll get him to sing something and watch movies in his spare time. So I was like, okay, Mr. YB, there you go. Let me bring you in. <laughs> hey, peace and blessings, Pam. Hey, hey. So you're a singer. I, that, that I've known you for years, and I'm yeah. like, he likes to sing. So where I might, are you I might have to sing. I might have to sing some Tina Turner in uh in memory. Yeah, she, she passed oh away today. So uh matter of fact, I was playing I was playing iconic, some of her music for, sure, for my sure. I was playing oh. some of my music for my daughters. They had never heard her sing before. So I was playing for her for, for some of her music in the car and bringing them up to speed uh and sh sharing with them my favorite Tina Turner song, which is simply the best. Love simply the best. Simply the best. 
Okay. Well, one of my favorites, I mean, the older ones, obviously, when she was doing, I can Tina Turner, but what's love got to do with it? That has got to be the number one. What's oh, love? Yeah, got to, and I remember that video and her walking. Yeah. I was like, come on now. I, I was like, I need to get my hair looking like Tina. And that no video, question. she was hot. What's love got to do with it? But yeah, yeah that is, yeah. that is, it's, 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 she's lived a really good life. I mean, uh, there is, the, the ancestors are welcome her into into their arms but she has lived like a really really good life we're gonna miss her she was just a legend i mean she's kind of like the beyonce of her age right oh, yeah. that's, that's really what she was and i remember beyonce and her I, i'm gonna try and find that video and share it out on linkedin but there was a video of beyonce and tina turner mm -hmm. together mm -hmm. and let me tell you that you know there's about a 50 50 year difference right between the two and tina was holding it she okay. told her on. Yeah, she yeah. was holding on. She was she was kicking up some dust. And she and she even <laughs> gave she even gave Beyonce opportunity to do her shine, but yes, she, she's yes. she's the queen of the stage. So that is that is. So one of the things that we first met, give a little background on how I met YB, was at a networking conference. Go figure, right? He's Mr. Networker. So we met at a networking conference with um George Frazier, my mentor, and Brian Owls was there. And Brian mm -hmm brought you over to me. He's Black Speakers Network. Again, another networker. He's from the DMV area. And then there was also Marshall Fox as well. So I think you introduced me to Marshall and then Brian introduced me to you. But anyway, the, the whole point of it is we all ended up in this book. Okay. Yep. Marshall was in here. You were in here. You know, Brian spearheaded through the Black Speakers Network and your chapter surprisingly talks about is your network increasing your net worth? how to leverage LinkedIn as a speaker. And so one of the things you you talk about it, you're on page 166 all the way through, but you talk about that. But how can, just real, give us the clip notes. How yeah. can a speaker leverage LinkedIn? Because we're on Speakers Magazine show, so I'm sure yeah. they're tuning in like, how, how can we do yeah. that? So tell yeah, us the, the, the first thing, so I have a, uh, I have this, uh, this, this process that I call the MMD framework. And everything okay. starts with mindset. You know, mindset, then methodology, then discipline. So as a speaker, uh, the first thing that I tell my clients, and I have many clients that are speakers, is that you take your, take the speaker title off of your name mm, and okay. focus on you being the brand, right? Because okay. there's, a, there's a million and one people that are speakers now, but what separates you from everybody else? And that's you as the brand. So that, but that's a mindset though, right? Because people get out, they see people speaking, they, they see folks making money from speaking, and they're like, oh, I could do that. But what's going to separate you from every other speaker? You as the brand. But that's a mindset. Mm -hmm. uh, the second thing is, is understanding that LinkedIn is no longer just a platform for getting employment. The challenge for most people and why they're not as active is because they think LinkedIn is just for getting a job. Right. It has it has evolved into a marketing platform for folks like you and me to mm -hmm. be able to first promote our personal and professional brand which then leads to connections. Those connections then lead to conversations. Those conversations then open up opportunities for collaboration and that those collaborations then lead to currency. Once again, it's mindset. Mm -hmm. And once you have the right mindset, then it leads to, to, to uh, the methodology on the how-to. Right. You know, anything from making over your profile so you stand out, your profile turns into a magnet that attracts the right people to how do you communicate? How do you how do you establish a conversation? 
you know, I had to realize that not everyone was like me because it's easy for me to strike a conversation. I'll talk to a pole. I'll talk, I'll talk to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, but, but another fun fact, I wasn't always like that. I like to talk, but I was scared to talk to strangers. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and so I had to learn through a variety of training and mentorship, how to just take my eyes off myself and put it on others. So really understand how do you communicate? How do you connect? Then how do you supercharge your activity? You know, I have yeah. a client that he, he got on the profile and he got on LinkedIn, got his profile made over. And now he's he's posting three to five times a day and his credibility is going through the roof. Mm. So you got mindset, you got methodology. And then lastly is the discipline. And that's the work. You got to be willing to put that's in the, the work, work so you can get the results. That's the work. Mm -hmm. That is good. That is good because it is it does take work and it is the mindset. People realize that LinkedIn, he's a LinkedIn locksmith, is not just for getting a job. Right. It is a way to really position yourself as a subject matter expert. That's right. To increase visibility, credibility, and eventually profitability. One of the reasons why I like YB, um, uh, why I like LinkedIn so much, YB, is because you can't really fake the funk, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> when I say fake the funk, meaning that you can't just be like out here posing. Uh, you, your, your resume is there. Yeah. You, people can see, I mean, you could probably lie on a resume and you yeah. could probably lie. You went to a certain school, but most people, if you went to that school, they're going to say, Hey, he didn't go to our school or, yeah. you know, he said he was an online or God forbid, they're not an alpha. You know, I mean, really it's like, you cannot, because other people will be checking you out because those things are on your LinkedIn, whether you went to alpha, went to Virginia, you know, all those things on there. And then the, the places where you work, those are on there. So you can't really fake it um, because you will be called out. And you know, a lot of people have been called out because of their fake credentials or mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I also like it too, from the fact that there is not a lot of uh, foolishness on there, meaning right. that, there's no jokes. I mean, you can say some jokes and things like that, but it is a professional environment. So I think a speaker who wants to speak at corporations or chambers of commerce, mm -hmm. you, know, you probably could go on Instagram or Facebook, but the presidents or the leaders of the organization are probably hanging out on LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things that you talk about in your chapter as mm -hmm. well in, in the in the speaker book. Now let's talk about your other book and where yeah. that title came from. Yeah. And how long have you been working on that book? I know we talked about it before, but man, I mean, so first of all, the book was inspired by our buddy, Dr. Eric Thomas. Uh, one of the things that I, I tell people is that when I was going through a mental health crisis at the end of 2015. Uh, I had friends that helped me to make a wise decision to seek counseling. And in the process of seeking counseling, I went on YouTube to look for motivation. And that's when I found E.T., not knowing that E.T. had already been dominating the speaking industry, number one motivational speaker in the world. And I ordered one of his videos uh, that talked about his journey from his GED to his Ph.D. Ooh. And while I was watching that, and I'm a pretty spiritual guy. Yeah, Michigan State <laughs> University, absolutely. But for started out at Oakwood, Oakwood College uh, in uh, Alabama. Uh, but true. but he, his story was so it resonated with me so much. And as I'm watching it, I'm a spiritual guy. The Holy Spirit spoke to me. It was like bring ET to Richmond. And I was mm -hmm. attempting to do my YB Connects thing and not realizing that you know I didn't know how to even connect with him, even though I was the connector. 
but mm -hmm. one person led to another person who led to CJ, his right hand man. Yes. And I, uh, I, I reached out to CJ. I was amped up. I was telling him all these things I was going to do. And CJ said to me, listen, you sound like a really intelligent guy. You sound like you got a lot going on. He said, but 98% of people never follow up. Don't be a part of the 98%. And he wow. hung up the phone. Right wow. now, oh. I'm, a, I'm originally from from the Bronx, New York. Right. And so I don't <laughs> take too kindly the challenges. And I figured out a way to get from Richmond, Virginia to St. Louis, Missouri for E.T.'s first uh, stop on his average average skill phenomenal world tour. And wow. so the book talks about that experience. So I won't give it I won't give it away too much. I want people to read read uh, and, and yeah. read the story. But everyone in that book I connected to as a result of taking that step. Right. Mm. I often tell people you're one connection away from a yeah. supernatural blessing in your life. And so yeah. had I not executed on taking that, I wouldn't have met Marshall. I wouldn't mm -hmm. have met you. I wouldn't mm -hmm. have met Brian. Yeah. And so it was a faith walk. One yeah. other thing, uh, and the reason why I, I, I uh, did this book was because what I learned from ET was that his success didn't come from the work he did alone. Yeah. His success came from the collaborations that he built. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at the fact that he was able to get to, to connect and meet with Warren Buffett, Warren Buffett because of the connection he had with Dan Gilbert, all of that stuff is collaboration. So it just made sense for it to be collaboration creating currency. Everyone in the book are, are, are people that I connected with as a result of my relationship with ET. And everyone tells a different aspect of how collaboration created currency in their lives. As a matter of fact, I, I was working with a publishing company and we talked about YB's collaboration corner. So it just made sense for me to call my book Collaboration Creates Currency and to continue to build off that title. I love that. Collaboration Creates Currency. And so who are some of the other uh, partners with the collaborators yeah, I guess, yeah, in the yeah. book? So phenomenal sister by the name of Deborah Delgado. She mm -hmm. uh, works with mostly Hispanic and African-American women to uh, enhance their career prospects. She's out of New York. We've got okay. Sherrod Ledette, who I met as a result of speaking in one of E.T.'s coaching communities. He has a community oh. called uh, Extreme Execution. Yes. I was invited in to talk about LinkedIn and as a result, attracted him as a client. And okay. then as a result, we built a relationship and a friendship and I invited him to be a part of that book. And okay. then lastly is uh, is uh, S. Elliot Brooks III, mm -hmm. who is a pastor. He uh, he also went to the same undergraduate uh, school that E.T. went, Oakwood University, oh, former Oakwood College. But they didn't go at the same time. Okay. But they run okay. in the same circles as a result of some of the, you know, the spiritual connections that they have. And so obviously, you know, that that's a connection there. And then we have Marshall. Marshall's mm -hmm. my guy. You know, we had mm -hmm. a chance to talk about him. Uh, but but Marshall is my is my brother because that's a true that was a true collaboration there right mm -hmm. he mm -hmm. he he believed in what his wife told him about following his gift mm -hmm. he then gave me his gift in the form of doing my my uh, logo mm -hmm. i then used my gift to share with my network and 90 days later he was able to attract 40 new clients wow and so, and so he when, did this cover too right now he did that cover too yeah yes. he did that cover too he did a ton of ton of covers so, so, so your cover too you have your book there i you know what i fumble but you know i actually so i actually sold most of my books so i'm i got some borrowed my in. book and has yeah. not given it back so, oh, so we that, got, yeah i got yeah. to send you a bunch of more copies then i, yeah, have to send I was some like more you copies. can't borrow my books that's yeah. one way to fall out with yeah. fan periods not absolutely book back. absolutely yeah i actually you know I, I, I took my girl so i'm i'm married i have two beautiful daughters and i actually took my daughters with me to drop off two copies of the book to the president of a local uh hospital 
here okay. in Richmond. And so, and he and I were on the board. So, so he took my last two. So I'm, I'm, I got, I got it. I got it in my, uh, my office. So I got okay. it. Okay. All right. All right. So we got to make sure that you could always get it on Amazon as well. So we're gonna uh, no, it. we tell folks to go to collaborationcreatescurrency.com where we promote it directly. Okay. Uh, what, what I tell folks is get it. Uh, if you're a speaker, mm-hmm. right, and most of the people that's watching are speakers, mm-hmm. while Amazon is appealing, I love Amazon. We'll never say nothing about it. You can get it from Amazon. But buying it directly from or having the ability to sell it directly from your site is the best move you can make for three yeah. reasons. Number one, it enhances your visibility. People are coming to your site. They're learning about you. Number two, you get to control yeah. the, mm-hmm. the way you collect contact information. See, if people go buy the books from Amazon, you don't even know who bought the That's book. Dope. So therefore, you, no, you'll no. get a royalty check at the end of the month, but you wouldn't know Pam Perry bought 100 copies of your book. Cause you were so right. hot, you you did such a great job when you came to speak. She bought a hundred copies from Amazon, but you wouldn't know unless she told you, right? Yes. And then number three, you have the opportunity to remain in touch with those people. And as you level up your services, you can constantly market to them because Amazon is definitely going to market to the people who you send to Amazon, right? And they won't even tell you that they bought a service. They won't even cut you in on the check. Uh, when they buy that stuff. So while while I definitely love the, the convenience of Amazon, I love sending people directly to collaborationcreatescurrency.com so they can buy that book. And then they get a personalized signature. I sign every copy that people mm-hmm. buy there. I also then follow up with a phone call to thank them Oh, that's the, yeah, that yeah, is got to go what, above and beyond. Yep, yeah, that's what people, people really love to have that customer service. They really do. That's like one of the main things. So LinkedIn for you has been like the uh, the springboard for your speaking. Have you ever had any um, speaking gigs that have come as a result from LinkedIn? Like oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. One of the top stories I love to tell, and this is why when I coach my clients on the importance of having a LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn recommendations, is that one of my biggest uh, clients came from a college in, uh, in Norfolk, Virginia. And they were uh, vetting me versus another person who focused on LinkedIn. And I, I just said, listen, hey, you may choose to go with the other person, but here's what I want you to do. I want you to look at their profile and see how many recommendations they have received mm-hmm. and then look at mine. Yes, there you he go. He hit me back. He said, listen, that person didn't have any recommendations, but you had a whole lot. You had at least 100 plus. See. So clearly, clearly you're the obvious choice. And not only did they bring me out for one session, they brought me back the following year for another session. So, wow. so that that and then I eventually launched uh, an initiative called the LinkedIn Recommendation Challenge so that I can encourage more people to get active on LinkedIn while also giving recommendations away. See, most people want to ask for recommendations, but you and I both know givers gain. And so when right. you and you give recommendations, you open up the door to receive. And I had clients who generated $30,000 as a result of that process. One client almost hit 100000 in one year as a result. And then um, the massive amount of other people built new relationships as a result. So, you know, that that was the that was for me like, OK, this thing really works. I need more people to know about it. Yeah. Yeah, that is it. And so people make sure that um, your polish up your LinkedIn profile if you don't know how ybconnect.com is a person that can help you with that mm-hmm. or even just give you an audit or just a consult because you don't want to stumble through you know you're, you're leaving money on the table yeah uh, for sure for sure so the other thing i want to ask you so you've got the two books and the mm-hmm. things like that and you do the consulting mm-hmm. when you are um 
uh, how do I say it? You know, the pockets of the different places where you are, how do you leverage that? So say for instance, it's the alphas, mm-hmm. it's your school, Virginia union, union. union yep. Um, and then, you know, like we can go on LinkedIn and say what I did today. Yeah. I went on LinkedIn and I looked at your school mm-hmm. and I said Virginia Union. Mm-hmm. And then I, I I looked to see how many people went to Virginia Union. And I was like, oh, my God, it's a yeah, lot. It's and a so lot. I, I invited them, like mm-hmm. Melinda Emerson, I believe, um, mm-hmm. went to Virginia Union. And there were some other people that I, I saw. Um, there was a girl that's PR. I can't think of her name. Uh, yeah, Heidi Heidi Wilson. Heidi, Heidi Wilson is like, so, so real quick story about the Virginia Union. So first of all, as a speaker, you have to... You have to tap your warm markets, right? You have to yes. tap your warm yes. networks. And what, yes. I mean, what I mean by that is, so what What are the things or the organization that help to develop you, right? Yes. So Alpha is one, Virginia Union is one, being from the Bronx, New York is another. So finding people that have those common connections, because yes. now if I, if we, like just for example, Black Speakers Network, you connect with somebody from Black BSN, mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. what happens yeah. is it's, it's it's it becomes a warm conversation, right? It's, yeah. it's not like you, like you feel like you're part of the family. Right. What I, what I strive to do is I strive to find three G's. Whenever I talk to anybody, I strive to find three G's. I, I strive to find their gaps. I strive to find their goals, mm-hmm. and I strive to find what they want to gain. Now, some mm-hmm. people might say, "Well, what's the difference between uh, goals and gains?" Gains is something that's internal. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like, for example, my desire is to impact 10,000 lives this year. Right. So that could be a goal. But the way that I'm going to do it, I mean, that could, that's a that's a game. But the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to sell 10,000 copies of my book. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm, that means I need to give a certain number of speaking uh, engagements. So I love to leverage warm connections. Uh, I also, when I when I make those connections with people that I already know, I'm asking them, uh, who do you know that works at a ch- at a chamber? Right. Because I've done speaking for a local chamber. Who do you know that's an alpha? Who do you know that's a graduate of an HBCU? And so what mm-hmm. happens is those people then are willing to make those connections. And it's warm because the people feel like, oh, this guy is just like me. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to the part about the profile, you know, the reason why you want to make over your profile is because you never get a second chance to make a first impression. You know, I was at a networking yeah, right. event just yesterday and met a gentleman who's a, a, a fractional uh, uh, CFO mm-hmm. and on the spot, we both pull out our phones and we connected with each other on the spot. He, I added him and, and we're building. And then I was able to connect him to someone who's the president of, of the college chapter in this area. Cause they both went to the same college. So I focused on giving first, which I learned from George, mm-hmm. right? George mm-hmm. said, be the first one to give right? and you'll right. open up doors for you to I receive big that. time. That is so true. And one of the things too, um, the last couple of weeks, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. I've had um, some people who've been in Speakers Magazine get right. some speaking gigs because people have seen me on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and they said, hey, I need a speaker for an event in Atlanta. Right. So I go to the magazine, yeah. right? And it's like, okay, then I, I, I click and it's like, who's in Atlanta? And then I just look and see what they want. And then I make that connection yeah. through LinkedIn. And then today it was a young lady who is in the Bronx. She wants to speak at a school um, for some girls, a girl school and someone from the Bronx. And so I just recommended someone there. And it was like, because of the LinkedIn, I can add within that message yes. their profile. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. 
that right there you know you yeah. could probably do the website but if you just add and then they could go to their linkedin they could see the recommendations right. they could, i mean it's just right beautiful it's yeah. like it, it is a LinkedIn. you know we're gushing over linkedin and we on yeah. youtube and facebook too yeah like, yeah wow. we got we got love for you youtube and uh facebook we got love for you we, got love <laughs> we, do, for we you. do so well, tell me what's what's going on next what is what um events are you attending yeah. or where can people connect with you that kind of thing yeah so i'm in the process i'm in the infancy stage of my uh, book tour. Okay. Uh, so June 17th, I'm doing my first book discussion and signing at a Black-owned bookstore in Petersburg called Resist Booksellers. Uh, oh it just so happens. So talking about uh, warm markets, the brother who owns the bookstore is a graduate of Virginia Union University. And he is the first and currently only bookstore to house copies of Collaboration Creates Currency. So I'm proud of that. So he's doing a grand opening. Um, we were able to connect and uh, he said, listen, I'd love for you to come and be one of our featured authors. So I'll be there. So that'll be the kickoff of my book tour. I was I just love, on the phone. As a matter of fact, I was just on the phone before I jumped on the line with you with Dr. Will Moreland. He told me to yes. tell you what's up. He told me to hey, tell you hello. Dr. Will. Love Dr. Will. Hello. And so we're working on some opportunities for me to come out to Phoenix to do some work in September. Okay. Um, I'm That's looking at doing something. Yeah, I'm looking I'm at doing something some. in Columbus. I'm, I, I'm one of my co-authors. We're going we're gonna to be connecting in, in uh, Kentucky. And then I'll be looking at connecting with Marshall in, in Florida, uh, Deborah in New York. He's in Florida now. Yeah, he's That's in Florida right. now. So mm -hmm. yeah, take me to where it's warm. You know, take right. me to where it's warm. There, so. there you go. Yeah. So one of the things that the, the uh, go back to the black bookstore in um, yeah. that did you know him before you booked I did. Him? I did. We uh we actually went to college together. We lived in the exactly. same honors dormitory. Yes, and when yes. he and when he launched the bookstore, I immediately, matter of fact, his was his was beautiful. When the first book came out, right? When Speak Up came out, he came mm -hmm. to my book signing at the college that I worked at. So he came out and that was like the initial opportunity for us to build. Uh, yeah. I actually got him into becoming a life member of the uh, Alumni Association for Virginia Union. There so it's go. been a very mutual a mutual opportunity. And so so when he, when he launched his bookstore, I immediately said, what can I do to better support him yeah. and collaborate in such a way that it created mutual benefit? And so the moment he told me about the uh, the the grand opening, I said, "Listen, I'm in there. I'm there to support you, oh, uh, and, but cool. I'm but I'm using it as the catalyst for me to do uh, my tour. book signing here, the book tour, mm -hmm. and and get that going. Mm -hmm. And and I'm just I'm really excited. I have a lot more time on my hands now. Uh, freed up some time based on some power moves I just recently made, and so I'm excited and I'm looking forward. What to about power networking? That's coming up in oh, August. Oh, absolutely. So I got I, okay. I got to make sure Please. I got to make sure right. I get that on the calendar. Well, will, put that on the calendar. Yeah. Got to do well, it. I will see that. That will be there. My fraternity is doing it. Uh, it's going to be hot in Houston. So I'll, I'll be in Texas two times because my fraternity is doing its uh, general convention in Dallas at the end of July. So we're working on we're working on some things to get out there. So there's a lot of a lot of great things. So you'll be in on. Dallas. So I definitely have to connect you with Chris Howell, who okay. is in Dallas. Okay. And he has a radio show and he does a TV show as well. He's a um I want to say the NBC affiliate. So I'll make sure nice. I connect you with that yeah, as well. You will love, love Chris Howell. So yeah. that is good. And so one of the things too is that you're doing um the book tour, you're doing and that's one of the things when you have books mm -hmm. and you're a speaker you go and you do the book tour and yeah. you have something that you're talking about yeah. and it's 
it's fresh and it's new and it's all those things. So tell people again that they can go to YB Connects as well. Yeah, they can they can go to YB Connects. They'll be able to find the book there. But oh, I tell I people to go directly to collaborationcreatescurrency.com. Uh, and that'll take them right but to the site. But you know what happens sometimes? Uh, people have a little challenge when they don't have a spell check all the time. Oh uh, well, yeah, they might. Yeah, so if they go to if they go to YB, but if they go to ybconnects.com, they'll be they won't have no problems. It. It, it's in strong. the menu. It's in the menu. They'll see. They'll see. Yeah, they'll see. Yeah, they'll see collaboration crazy coach. They won't have no problems. But ybconnects.com, you'll definitely you won't have no problems finding. It, trust me. You, but, yeah, and you can yeah. spell that. So that's one of the main yeah. things. You'll be surprised. It's like, oh, I didn't know I had this many. I, I didn't know you had all them C's. Where's all them? Yeah, C's come yeah, from right, collaboration right. Yes. next currency what's currency. that how, how yeah. many r's in currency i'm you know, telling okay. you collaborate how many o's in collaborate so we want to make sure that people go to ybconnects.com yeah, so yeah, yeah so thank you thank you but the last thing you're going to be in the issue coming up you're going to be in the june issue which is our Juneteenth issue, which kicks off your tour. Um, you'll have copies of that as well. That when some people like they kind of like want to get the book and they want some other things, so you could actually put the magazine, put it in the book as well. Yeah. So that's one of the things as well. So we want to make sure that you do that. So the June issue and Juneteenth is becoming a lot more um, popular as yes. a holiday that people yes. are celebrating. Um, JJ. Uh, Conway is a cover for June, and she has a Juneteenth event with uh, Boyce Watkins. Nice. And basically, it's like a wealth building uh, in our community type of a holiday. That's what the way they're kind of like taking it, this, that that thing. So we can, we're, you know, when I was growing up, we didn't have Juneteenth. We didn't no. really celebrate it. But no. now it's like it's an official holiday, yeah. I think, four years, four or five years. That's four years, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's four years. So, yeah, so that's really, really cool. I, I yeah. think... Um, Barack Obama for uh putting that into putting movies. it on the map. Yeah, yeah putting, putting it, on, it the on the map, putting it in the law and all that kind yeah, of Yeah, because folks said folks ain't know they was free. You know what I'm saying? They ain't know they was free. They had to they had to wait. Everybody yeah, else was free, but they, they're like, man, they didn't have the internet back then. They ain't no internet. <laughs> we that Paul Revere, that Paul Revere, somebody ride that horse over and tell them. Ooh, that is stuff. That is something. So you know about that being from Virginia, y'all got horses and oh, stuff man. out there. Yeah, yeah I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. So um, the last thing I just want to ask you: if there is an advice for people who are new to LinkedIn um, and really kind of quote unquote shy, or they feel like they don't want to spam, um, what advice would you give them when they're just like? Uh, uh, coming to it i guess you would say just kind of like what's the first step that they should do you know besides, yeah. after they do their profile we'll still contact you but what's the next step do they just yeah. start inboxing folks and like hey or yeah no i wouldn't i wouldn't do that you know some people you know th there's a lot of spam that's increasing on linkedin Ooh, I, I would yeah. say i would say two things i would recommend you do so you should be out networking even even the introverts so shout out to my introverts so it's, it's okay you actually introverts make the best networkers so if you get with me i'll tell you how right but okay, okay. but when you get out to network there's 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 three questions that you should ask at the end of every conversation you have and you want to i would want you to, to to do this like today like go find somebody to talk to and then execute these three questions today the first thing you want to ask them is do you have a card now, some people still carry business cards, Pam. I don't. I use LinkedIn, so I don't worry about business cards. But when you ask somebody if they have a card, you actually have access to their information. So mm -hmm. ask them if they have a card. Number two, ask them, are you on LinkedIn? And if they say yes, then you ask them the most important question that you can ask them. And is that, is it okay if I connect with you on LinkedIn? 
Yes. See, the psychology yes. behind that is when you ask per, a person for permission to get into their network and they say yes, when you follow up with them, they're already expecting it because they gave you permission. Now, the problem is when you, you like to kick in the door, waving the fofo in somebody's network, like I belong here. No, you don't like he wasn't invited. You know, mm-hmm. but if you ask them, may I have permission to to connect with you? Most people, I would say 99% of the people that I ask that question to, they're like, sure, especially, especially if the conversation was healthy. Yeah. Like if you had a networking event and you're not talking too much and you know, you're not standing there all, you know, whatever, but you 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 you're having a great conversation and you want to land the plane, then you want to ask them. Hey, Pam, you know, it was a great conversation. I love talking to you. Do you by chance have a business card? Yeah, I have a business card. Here's my card. Great. Um, are you by any chance on LinkedIn? Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. You know, I get all my business on LinkedIn. Excellent. Is it okay if I connect with you on LinkedIn? Sure. And you connect with them right there yeah. on the spot. As a matter of fact, you tell them, pull out your phone. You pull out your phone. And there's a method that you can actually use a QR code to connect with them on the spot now last thing is make sure you send a personalized note with that invitation and you reference how you connected with them so that's the first thing i would recommend is get good at asking those three questions then the next part is follow up Mm -hmm. right follow up my chapter in in my book collaboration creates currency is the money is in the the follow-up melinda emerson the money is in the the money is in the follow-up and so you not you may not get immediate cash but you're creating uh social capital right. so every time you follow up you're building a relationship you're building a relationship you're building a relationship and if you're focusing on giving you know one of my mentors says you know you give three times and then you ask for something mm-hmm. you give three more times you ask for some so so people are used to you being a resource first right and then they're willing to help you with whatever it is that you might need if they can help you so i would say those are the two things the three questions and then the follow-up and you should be on point moving forward from there i love that i love that thank you thank you oh that is you were dropping some gems right there dropping some gold gems because we can't do anything without relationships yeah yeah. That's it. And you said it. It's we're only one connection, one powerful connection to where we want to be. Absolutely. And that is really, really key. And it just pays to be nice, be likable, you know, be likable, have yeah. a good heart, you know, walk in integrity, all mm-hmm. the things that your mama taught you. Right. So those were the main things yeah. you wanted. But, you know, all the things that we learned in kindergarten. Yeah. And don't yeah. be don't be thirsty. Be hungry, but don't be thirsty. Ooh, that's you know, some right of right people that's, that's thirsty. Other, that's, yeah, that's another conversation. Yeah, that's another <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, YB, for joining us today. This has been really, really good. We look forward to more things and and uh, that we can find out. We'll stay connected to your website so we'll know if you're handing to a city near us. I want to see if you come to Detroit. So oh, yeah. you're in Detroit. I well, to- well, well. So, uh, so I, I, I should have told you that. Yeah. In September, I'll be coming out for the leadership experience. Oh, All right. I'll there you go. The then I will definitely yeah, be you'll see me. There. You'll see me. You'll see me in. Uh, I will make my way over to Detroit. I know we'll be in with Troy, Michigan, which yes, I think is yes. not too Michigan far from State Detroit. Yeah, Michigan yeah. State, yep. Right. So you'll definitely see me out there in uh, late. And, late I'll do, and we'll do a, we'll do a, something live. We'll do actual live um, there in person as yeah. well. 
and then it. see if we can get you some other media coverage while you're here in Detroit. There's some Excellent. radio stations and things you can go into the studio. So great, great, great. So as you can see, me and YB, we basically have a lot in common. Love mm. YB. He does a lot. And see if we can get ET maybe to come there. I don't know. ET kind of like, Listen. you know. All things are possible. Yeah. Yes. I might end up going to Lansing. You know, I might, I might yes. have to go to Lansing and pull them yes. on over, drive them over to the D. Yeah, it's not that far. It's not yeah. that far. You come all the way from Virginia, so you definitely can go to Lansing. So yeah, that's absolutely. not a problem. Not a problem. All I right. want to get some cracked chicken though. When I come out and see you, I need to get some cracked chicken. So <laughs> most folks don't know about no cracked chicken, but I'm gonna come out there and get some cracked chicken. Okay, well, I don't know about that. I I, I don't know about the cracked chicken, but oh well, I gotta put you on then. I gotta put you on. It's it's okay. all over the D. It's all oh over my the God. D. Okay, yeah, but we chicken. gotta we gotta make sure we let Sean know about that because they the last few sessions we've not known about that. So we definitely gonna make sure that we know about it. Right. But we will see you in September, but I'll see you before that at Power Network and PNC in, mm -hmm. in August as well. All right? Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank You've you. been great on Speakers Magazine. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that was YB. That is my guy. I just love, love him. So make sure that you connect with him, YB's Connect. And with that, I'm Pam Perry. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe and tell folks about it. You know, it's about networking. So if you want to read the issue that YB is going to be in, go to speakersmagazine.com, sign up so you get the notification when he's there. All right, I'm Pam Perry, and I'm out. Take care. Thanks.